Welcome back to the Back Wall, the Back Wall Podcast. We are here once again for you. Episode 9, myself, Luke Hamilton, Nick Herbez, John Shotgun Bows. He's back after missing a week. Um, us three, the original Back Wall Podcast men, back at it here today. Look, it was a pretty good week this week, I'd say. And in fact, we had some uh, pretty good performances, I'd say. We'll right go on. ahead and start you off with the players of the week, Nick. Right, so for our players of the week, we had... A lot of good nominees, but we had to go with our man, Brian Schellenbarger. Dude absolutely raked. In five games, he had a 350 average, hit eight RBIs in five games. He had that two-run homer to start us off against the the, the cane cutters. Uh, yeah, the cane cutters. And so, yeah, he, he had a really good week. He's been playing all well all season, and uh, he just... Yeah, absolute crazy numbers this week. Well, it was crazy. You know, we had so many good performances this week. Sam McElreath, a, a big three-run home run. Hunter Dobbins even had a pretty good week, despite getting a little bit less ABs than those other two guys. He found himself uh, driving the ball up the middle quite a bit. Right. Uh, Walk-off against the Cane Cutters in that 8-7 win. But Bryant Schellenbarger, it's crazy. He just he just did that much better than everybody else in our mentions, and uh, it just shows how this guy's been hitting the baseball lately. Yeah, you like like you said, we talked about uh, his approach is really great. Even with two strikes, he's still in control. It seems that each at-bat, he doesn't strike out often, gets contact with power, and then that's all you can ask for as a hitter. Even had to play first base a little bit yeah, uh, yeah. last night. So, yeah, a nice diving uh, poke night. as well. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've followed this guy all season. He started off pretty slow, and he's only gotten better. And he reached a point a couple weeks ago where we were like, all right, this is probably where Brian's going to be. He's going to stay at this level. And he's only exceeded that as the weeks go on, especially in the second half where we've needed him more than we needed him in the first half, right. I would say, just because, you know, the team's been struggling a little bit to start the second half. But they found their form this week, and Shelly was a big part of that. Right. Well, it's, it's one of those situations where in a 5-2 game against the Generals the other day, and without that base clearing double, that's a 2-2 ball game. And, and Brian Schellenbarger, he's been doing it with runners in scoring position. Uh, and a guy that didn't let anybody really in scoring position this week uh, is our pitcher of the week, Nick. Yeah, uh, Cole Sitchley, uh, the reliever, had an awesome week. He had four innings pitched, nine strikeouts, zero walks. Uh, man absolutely dealt. He came in a lot of tough situations where there was runners on, sometimes even bases loaded. Uh, I know in Victoria, he had some jams to get out of. He impressed, honestly. He looked in control. He never looked shaken. He did. The uh, the Ivy Leaguer pitched 4.0 innings, just yeah. like his GPA, I'm sure, uh, out of pen. Uh, Cole Sitchley, the Ivy Leaguer, it's been fun to watch him. I talked to him, and, you know, coming off of an injury back in the last season, he, he just wants to make sure that he keeps his arm healthy over the summer. And, and I talked to him a little bit about his goals and what one of his big goals was just to get that, that fastball a couple miles per hour better by the end of the summer and we're seeing that happen as the summer goes on it was a little bit slow to start with the fastball for Cole Sicily but he's getting that arm strength back like you like to talk about um, making sure that that arm strength allows him to get a couple miles per hour back by the time he gets to the fall and then eventually the spring so right. I think we're starting to see that and it's a big reason why he is now the yeah the this is groundbreaking this is our first true reliever that we've had so true. yeah uh, there was a lot of also great nominees for this Dante Woodard dealt um, John Altman had a really good week. A lot of different guys. Uh, we could just keep going on. 
Yeah, Dante Woodard, Nick, you mentioned him. Uh, had a week off working for his uncle back in Austin, uh, but came in and absolutely, like you said, dealt, did a great job. Right out, right off the, kind of right off the bus. Yeah. You know, he gets back and he does an amazing job, shows no rust at all, and, you know, we're, we're looking forward to seeing him for the rest of the summer, too. Well, we had a, uh, yeah, I mean, we had uh, a lot of nominees, like you just mentioned. It's 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 sometimes tough to pick guys when you have a five-in-one week, like we did, correct? I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we had uh, 18 straight innings, no runs allowed. Um, you know, even though we might let some guys on base, we still had been clutch, and that's the same thing with batters, too. McAreeth had a really clutch week. He didn't have the best average of the week, but he had five RBIs. He had that three-run tying homer, which gave Dobbins that opportunity. And our pitchers just kept kept us in games, and that's really what you want to do. Yeah, like you just mentioned, that 4-0 shutout against the Ruger, then the 2-0 shutout against the Cane Cutters. We gave up that run in the first inning in the very next game, but what did we do? We went ahead and rolled on and found a way to get that win. So a great week for Cole Sitchley, the pitcher of the week, and a great week for Brian Schellenbarger, the player of the week once again. Our GATX players of the week. And um, it was a fun weekend, I'd say, uh, the least. Uh, other performances that we've seen are, are, are the Incarnate Word guys specifically, and it was it was really fun to be able to get to sit down with them a little bit and talk to them about that, and we'll get to that in a second. But Rich Rogers, really good start to the year. He had over 400 to begin our season. Was in quite a slump um, going into that second half, but he is right back to sort of finding a way to get on base like he is. He's got that leadoff role in the lineup, and he's finding a way to take that approach um, and, and contribute again. Kyle Bergeron, that guy has been absolutely lighting it up as of late. He is a little bit uh, hot and cold, I'd say, but when he is hot, this guy is having a three for four night like he did the other week. Right, and, and he's like, like, not only is bad, he's really one of our best utility guys. He's uh, he's in at short, uh, second, plays some catcher, throws some guys out. Uh, I think he's a great utility guy. Yeah, I mean, well, it, it's, it's tough. And we talked a little bit about him having a little bit of tightness in his legs. To be expected, this guy's playing a minor league style schedule. He's playing catcher on every other given night, it seems, and he's able to go at shortstop, third, second, put that guy anywhere, and he is happy to just put, uh, you know, strap the gear on and go. And Kyle Bergeron is a big uh, reason why this team sort of has that stability when it comes to making that lineup card every day for Coach Nelson. And we'll go ahead and send it uh, to a, a quick interview with those guys. We got a chance to just sit down with the Incarnate Word guys. Even talked to Sean, Ar uh, Sean Arnold, the guy we haven't seen all summer uh, because of injuries. Um, but uh, just listen to what they have to say kind of about being a bomber and uh, going into their next season with a new head coach. I'm here with Rich Rogers, Sean Arnold, and Kyle Bergeron. Appreciate you guys joining us here today. It's been a long summer. Uh, like Coach Brian Nelson said, this is the dog days of the season. He has been playing a lot of baseball. It's a minor league feel at this point. Um, a little bit different than that, uh, you know, Southland Conference schedule with the weekend games and the Tuesday games. But uh, just talk to us a little bit about your experience so far uh, with the Bombers this summer and um, how that's sort of helped you guys grow uh, coming into this upcoming season. It's been fun, uh, you know, getting to play with these guys. It's always fun. Um, just to make new relationships with other guys on the team and even other teams. Um, it's always just fun playing baseball. It's a grind, though. Well. Incarnate Word, they finished fourth in the Southland Conference. You guys had a fun year with that. Ryan Schatzberger, a lot of experience at the University of Houston as well as TCU. This guy is coming in. He's comfortable with Incarnate Word. He's gotten an opportunity to meet you guys. Um, just tell us a little bit about being able to meet Ryan Schatzberger for the first time and um, what you can sort of expect out of that relationship in, in the upcoming season. Yeah, you know, I got, to, I got a chance to talk to him the other night a couple weeks ago when he was at one of the games and stuff, and I just kind of got to 
sit down with him for a couple hours and pick his brain and stuff. And you know, it was kind of, it was exciting for sure to be able to talk to him and kind of hear his philosophies on a lot of different aspects of the game. And it kind of molds into a lot of the stuff that we did previously when we had Coach Hallmark there. You know, knowing all the success that we had and how comfortable we got doing all that and just playing with aggression and playing hard and playing fast and stuff, you know. He's really going to come in and just kind of take on that mindset that we created with Hallmark there, so it's definitely exciting. So, at the end of the day, it's it's a team that expects a championship in the Brazos Valley Bombers. It's a team that expects a championship a lot, uh, 2013 through 2017, back-to-back-to-back-to-back um, back, back, back championships. Um, what is it kind of like being a part of this organization and understanding that sort of tempo that this organization has set? We can play fun. Everybody else has to like come play us. We, right. we play our game and uh, it's fun because like we're having fun while beating them and they're like stressing out trying to beat us. So a lot of teams don't have that perk that, and we have an awesome ballpark with awesome fans that the other teams don't really have. So like when they come here, it's like eye opening to like whenever we play at the Cane Cutters, it's like well the Bombers are in town or something like that. It's kind of like a big deal. So everybody's targeting us, but. It's fun. Right, you get a lot of different reps. You get reps with wood bats, um, reps every day. Um, talk about a little bit about that mental approach, not necessarily the physical grind, but the mental approach you guys take every day to be able to be prepared um, to go into the fall and then into the spring. Had a carnival word, a new year for you guys. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's always just trying to stay focused and locked in through nine innings. Um, you know, I wouldn't say it's as uh, stressful as you know school season is but uh, you know we want to win still and uh, coach Nelson does a good job of keeping that environment and uh, but you know at the same time having fun and playing loose like Kyle said so it's fun you know uh, you know we've, we're working hard to win and obviously the goal is a championship well 2019 it served uh, you guys well Sean um, not able to play this summer but uh, just talk about sort of that preparation making sure you get back and healthy and ready for Ryan Schottsberg to use you in the spring yeah, you know, it was kind of one of those things where, you know, going back to the fall when they asked me, like, where I wanted to go play summer ball, and I was actually here. I played in the Jayhawk League in Kansas last summer, and then so I got in contact with Nelly, and so I came back down here and played in the playoffs with the Bombers, and so I knew I wanted to come back, you know, being my last summer and stuff. I wanted to come, because I'm originally from here, so I wanted to come back home and kind of be able to have my family come watch me and stuff. And so I had originally signed with Ridge in the fall to come back and play this summer, and then Kyle, Kyle came in and later joined us. And, you know, two weeks left in the season, blew out my shoulder, and so I had to go through that whole process and end up having surgery in early June. And so now it's just kind of one of those things where you just got to take it day by day and just stay on top of the rehab and stuff like that to where I can hopefully be back, you know, hopefully at the end of the fall and be able to kind of produce then and win a job going into the spring. Kyle, you've had a, a heck of a week. I'd say you're starting to heat up offensively. How are you sort of feeling as we're getting into, like Coach Nelson said, the dog days of the summer? There's a lot of road games coming up as well. The travel, it can get to us, as we all know. But um, just how are you feeling so far? I feel good right now. I went through a cold spell uh, for a little bit where I was just kind of popping up. I didn't have my good swing. Uh, I don't know if it was because I felt weak because like we've been playing a lot or if, if it was just uh, some mechanical issues. But uh, starting to feel for my swing again and everything feels good so I'm glad that like that it's happened now rather than never so it's good that it is late in the summer and I'm picking up on it heading into the fall and getting ready for the season.
There's a few weeks left in the season, boys, and Carnet Word, it's represented well here in the Brazos Valley, and uh, we're looking forward to the rest of the season, and we're looking forward to seeing you guys uh, with Ryan Schatzberger and Carnet Word looking for that Southland Conference Championship. So appreciate you guys joining us. It was great to be able to sit down with those guys and just uh, kind of pick their brain just about being bombers this summer. And one of the guys that we really haven't been able to realize uh, we're missing so much from is Sean Arnold. That guy, uh, really the hitter at Incarnate Word to be uh, noted and highlighted. He had uh, an average over 300, about 325 at Incarnate Word. We're missing a lot uh, with Sean Arnold being out of the lineup. but. Ridge Rogers, Kyle Bergeron, that that tandem right there is something that is consistently written in the lineup card, and it's fun to be able to watch them this summer. Like you mentioned, it's uh, like they mentioned, it's a grind, and um, but they're embracing it, and you can just tell by the way that you talk to them that they just love the game so much because um, they're taking their whole summer to be here, and, and they want a championship, and they want to be able to know that um, you know despite not being able to get that Southland Conference championship last year, that they can win a championship here and take that momentum. Um, into next year so it's been fun and um, you know we were on another road trip this week those are always fun to be with the guys and just be around them and um, John we were, we were even able to, uh, to to mess with them a little bit yeah absolutely so we have a new staple for road games and we're about to have a six game road game road trip um, we're about to have a six game road trip so this will be a more consistent thing in the weeks coming but fun questions on the road Ask a Bomber with John Bose. I had the opportunity to interview a couple of the players, not every single one of them, sadly, but I'll hunt them down and I will make sure they're in future interviews. But here are a couple of the guys' answers to the question, who on this team would you let date your sister? Huh? All right, Bombers fans, I'm here with Christian Vega. Christian, we got a fun question for you guys tonight. Who on this team would you let date your sister? Absolutely nobody. There's not a single person I would let touch my sister on this team. Why Why is that? It's just my sister, and it's that's, that's off limits right there. So there's just no one. Not a single person. Uh-uh. Not happening. Shelly, the question we're asking everyone on the team tonight is, who, if anybody, would you let date your sister? Um, it'd have to be Cole Coker. Why Cole Coker? He's a charming man. <laughs> He does have a Hollywood background. All right, Jacob, the question we're asking is, who on this team, if anybody, would you let date your sister? Nobody. Why nobody? My sister. No. Amato, the question we're asking everybody on the team is, uh, who, if anybody, on this team would you let date your sister? Wait, what? Nobody. <laughs> why Why would nobody be allowed to date your sister? They don't want to travel to the Dominican Republic. <laughs> we're here with Sam McElrath. Sam, who, if anybody on this team, would you let date your sister? I would say uh, Cole Coker. Um, so, sorry, why no. Cole Coker? Well, there's multiple reasons. I'd say number one, uh, like Brian said, he's a very charming individual. Um, and number two, I just feel like he'd be very, uh, I think he would treat my sister well. That's a great answer. Very heartwarming answer. <laughs> guys, we're here with Zach Delion. Zach, I'm going to give you a little second to tell people about your outfit because you're very proud of it so right now. So just give people a little tour. Uh, so we got baseballism shirt, uh, beast mode because the beast from Sandlot. Uh, we're painting corners with the hat, pitcher stuff, and I rocking the sexy Birkenstocks. Yeah. That's why we're actually here. Uh, Zach, who on this team, if anybody, would you let date your sister? If I was going to let anyone on this team date my sister, I'd go with the one and only John Bose to date my sister. Yeah. Why? Why? Why me? 
He's a successful, respectable young man in the weight room. And he's just a great guy. All right, fans, I'm here with Tyler Colley. Tyler, the question we're going to ask you is, who on this team would you let date your sister, if anybody? Uh, have to be Jordan Yates. Why Jordan? Uh, seems like an all-around good guy. Doesn't He's not too crazy, I guess. Uh, question is, who, if anybody on this team, would you let date your sister? Um, I think I'd have to go with uh, Cam Holler. Why Cam Holler? Uh, he's just a great guy. Always a positive attitude. Um, I know he'd stay loyal to her and everything. That's what's important. Ridge, who on this team, if anybody, would you let date your sister? That's a tough one. Probably have to go uh, Fireman Cam, Cam Haller. Cam, you're a fun guy. You a lot of guys on the team. Who, if anyone on the team, would you let date your sister? You know, I thought about Tyler Smith, but he's kind of a weird guy. Okay. So I'd have to probably go with Chase Kemp. Why Chase Kemp? She's a good guy, quiet guy. You know he's going to treat her good. Tyler, who on this team, if anybody, would you let date your sister? Camp, I guess. Why Why Camp? Because I feel like he'd treat her the best. That's a good answer. All right, Tyler, who on this team, if anybody, would you let date your sister? Absolutely nobody. Why? She's 16. <laughs> 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 Yeah, so you see Chase Kemp, Cole Coker, Cam Haller, obviously the most, I guess, date-worthy. Sought-after. Sought-after prospects yeah. of the team. Um, I think you're sleeping on the leader, though. The nobody. Yeah, nobody, the nobody was the yeah. leader. Yeah, it, yeah, right. it, it no. did get more votes than anybody. So maybe we've just got a team of single guys. I don't, I don't <laughs> know what's going on. Um, but in the coming weeks, you can catch those interviews on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and the YouTube channel. Um, not all the interviews will make it to the podcast, but if you want to see all the more wacky, fun, crazy questions we're going to ask the guys, make sure to go follow our accounts on all those platforms so you can stay up to date with all the bombers and all the funny shenanigans we have going on on the road. Well, it was a fun week. Uh, last weekend, we're coming in, uh, up on another weekend, but last weekend was pretty crazy. Uh, we had Shark Night on that Friday night. Uh, you know, Kaboom coming back and grabbing a couple of wins uh, for, uh, for himself after training so hard last week. and. Um, Saturday, we had kids get in for free into the ballpark. A big thanks to Chicken Express for being able to help us out do that. Um, Sunday, uh, it just got crazier on Sunday. I mean, we had the animals in the ballpark. Um, what that was, was it? a hit. Yeah, what was it? The baby camel. Uh, what Humphrey else? the baby camel. Speedy the tortoise. A baby otter. It was yeah. It was a baby otter. A baby um, otter. Very cute baby otter. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a porcupine up close, but we got to see an albino yeah. uh, porcupine at the ballpark. So I mean, kids came out. There was face painting. Uh, there was all kinds of fun stuff going on at the ballpark. And it's um, you know, there's a reason people come out in late July is because late July is a, it's a hotbed. There's playoff baseball right around the corner here. Meaningful baseball is being played at the ballpark, and and there's quite a few events going on all the time. I mean, uh, this upcoming weekend, what do we have? Stand Up for Cancer Night right. on Saturday. That's going to be a big night. Um, it's going to be an opportunity for you to come out to the ballpark and see the Texarkana Twins for the first time. We haven't seen them in a while. And we'll even be on the zone again on Saturday. So, you, can, mm -hmm. you know, if you can't come out to the ballpark, 93.7, the zone, the place to catch that game. And uh, the zone will actually even be out at the ballpark using that party deck down the right field line. So 
um, they'll be there um, all in full. So it look, it's it was a fun week this past weekend, and it's going to be a fun weekend again, especially when you're winning baseball like we are. So, well, it's been a good week. It's been a fun week. Uh, that's what happens when you go five and one uh, in the week. So um, we appreciate you joining us here on the Backwell Podcast. Wait, but, Luke, um, Luke, Luke, we have a special shout out. Oh, that's right. We do. We have a we have a shout out uh, to get to. I can't believe I almost forgot. Um, Rana Simpson. Yes. Thank you so much for always being our mom. Our in the host box. family. Our host family it's, this summer. <laughs> he's been <laughs> on lovely, the road, taking care of us. You know, water, food, and the press box. You know, we always get hungry when we're up there. We got long days, and she just comes through, and she's our angel. She is. Press you know, box. it's. Uh, we look forward to going vic- to Victoria now because uh, Ron, she's always got our back. She's bringing us stuff in the in the press box, and she is the best mom in the Backwall Bombers um, group. Uh, well, the Bombers group all together here in the office. We talk about player of the week, talk about pitcher of the week. Rana is mom of the summer. Yeah. Mom of the summer right yeah. there. Landon, no doubt. you, you don't know what you got, man. Yeah. I hope you do. <laughs> we thank uh, Rana for helping us out, uh, and we thank you guys for joining us here on episode 9. And we're going to sign off. Myself, Luke Hamilton, Nick Urbez, John Shotgun Bows. Until next time. In the space means peace. See you later. Later, 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 alligator. Pop goes when we 